Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's November the 2nd, 2017. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. And Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And this, of course, is where the web has its ecology. <laughs> um, it's going to be a fun show today. We don't have any guests coming in, but there's, um, as always, a uh, hell of a lot to talk about in the in the web ecosystem. Um it's, it's one of those weeks, you know, where, like, the SEO world feels like there's so much action happening, but in many ways, many of the players are suspended between um, two massive conferences, the uh, SMX conference that was in New York and uh, upcoming PubCon in uh, in Vegas. Yep. I remember weeks like this when, uh, when I was on the circuit. It was, like, fun but exhausting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know, and I... I almost feel for the people who are like trying to bounce between the two of them and stuff. Yeah, it can be, it can be a thing. And especially if you're trying to like, I don't know, Danny Goodwin or Ginny Marvin, or, you know, the people that are like having to report like on a bunch of stuff and all the things that are going on. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm glad I'm not you right now. (laughs) But, uh, you know, thank goodness that they are them because, uh, there's so, how to say this? The search world is changing pretty rapidly, and uh, actually, Ginny Martin put a, a piece in um, Search Engine Land. I believe it was published today, and this one's really important. This is especially if you're if you're a. Also, this wasn't published today. This was published on October twenty fourth, um, but it came across my screen today. Um. Still radically important, especially if you're a retailer. Um, you know how everyone was, uh, or not everyone, how how marketers have been terribly concerned about uh, online sales overtaking retail? Yep, yep. That's happening. But retail is pretty resilient. In many cases, if people, um, I mean, there's, there's always, there's, there's, Almost always an online option now, but in many cases, uh, especially around Christmas time, people want to. There's there's a social nature to getting out and going shopping. And yeah, uh, Google's finding that as people's how to say this people's relationship with their mobile devices and how they use those those devices to access information on the internet that that relationship's changing pretty rapidly. As you know, devices get more capable as as apps flesh themselves out, and you know, as people learn how they best want to use what is still a fairly new environment for all of us. Mm-hmm. And one thing that uh, that that Google's finding is there was uh, an initial rush to e-commerce that many consumers have pulled back from. Again, for whatever experience they get out of retail shopping, of, of actually going out of their homes and going down to the down to the malls or down to the shops or to downtown, wherever, wherever someone goes shopping. Um, there's almost like, it's, it's not like there's a slide in e-tail numbers, but there's an increase in searches that lead to retail sales. And again, um, this this is Google's extrapolation, so they they can only make assumptions based on the data they see, and that data tells them that um, there's growth in both areas, retail and in, uh, in 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 online sales. I think it's just easier for them to measure growth in retail sales because of voice search. Mm-hmm. So so that's why they're seeing the rise there, but because they're seeing a rise in uh, searches that lead to a retail purchase, Google's trying to give 
um, retailers, um, more, well, more advertising ability, more, um, more oomph in Google My Business and in local search. And all of this, of course, is tied to voice and mobile search. Did you see the article? <laughs> I did. I did. Um, and I'm really like, I, I, I thought it was great stuff. Um, you know, it, it's timely that you bring this up because I, it, I'll tell a tale because right before this show, um, I was emailing a client. The client has three sites. I'm not going back to like, you know, Dave SEO circa 2001. I have multiple sites. He actually has three unique <laughs> product oh, offerings business. that require three different websites. He's running different paid camp. Well, I guess I'm running different paid campaigns on, on all three of them. One of them requires um, a, a lot of hand holding one of these product lines. And so there's a lot of disconnect between the, the conversion metrics that I see um, on this one versus, and, and we just got it. So we haven't got call tracking set up yet and stuff like that. So I'm trying to look at his past data and sort of go, okay, there's this one where the conversions aren't online. You have no call tracking data. You know, we're in the works of getting that all set up, but we don't yet. Okay. What are we doing? So I'm emailing sort of going, okay, what models are you getting? leads on and stuff so i can maybe try and figure something out here and, and where this ties into into what we're talking about now is just my frustration in that one is going i've lost my conversion metric on the other two i have it on this one i don't and, and i can't get my past conversion metrics but i can you know i'm building a strategy moving forward but just in that i've lost it so you think about local you think about I don't know, Starbucks, right? Like to list a company, everybody, you know, listening will, will know about and going, does their ad work? Right. And, and, and I, I don't even know what their budget must be, but it'll be big. <laughs> right. And, and, and you have all these people walking around and you have all this money going out and what did it do for them? Well, and, and that's a big I mean, question. A lot of us have had. They're, they're ugly and they can get uh, gross and ungainly, but what about the good old UTM code? <laughs> well, there's there's that, but what I'm what I'm thinking about is just somebody doing a, a quick query um, and going, you know, they end up on the on the, you know, not that you do this. I'm going a bit old school, but I'm I'm sure it happens. But you know, you're looking for. I was going to say, you know, you're looking for a location finder. I only say we wouldn't do that because you just go to Google Maps to do it. Most of us would. But, you know, if you're looking for whatever a uh, promotion, whatever promotions are running or, or, you know, what's their new you know specialty? When does the eggnog latte come out? Right. Like that, that sort of stuff and ending up there and then going to a Starbucks. I'm just clicking through. I'll have that site information, but I got a Starbucks kitty corner to me, right? I, I, I'm not going in and going, hey, here's my promotion. I mean, if they're running promotion, okay, okay, that sure. maybe. But if I'm just going, yeah, when does that eggnog latte come out? And I've looked eggnog latte to now be able to go, okay, you know, we, we saw eggnog latte was a, was a search query. Can you tell what I'm waiting, like that I like them, but I always wait till December. Um, you know, we saw well, the date did this, and then, you know, on December 1st, every year he searches this up. Every year he goes in on December 1st, right? You know, that sort of thing, and, and making that connection that we haven't typically been able to do well. I mean, there's there's been sort of workarounds and things, but we really haven't been able to do it well. And I think it, this is what we're talking about. And we've okay. you know, been working on this for for a good year or so with, with a lot of their, their moving well, Standing different the buildings and stuff. Here's one that might solve this. Um, Google is allowing retailers to have a uh, inventory tie-in with Google Assist. Um, people like you're likely to, to speak your query to um, either your Google Home device or straight into your Android Android mobile device, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, come uh, come November thirtieth, uh, December first, you want that you want that eggnog latte. Um, you're probably talking about it in your sleep, and of course, Google Home is listening to everything you say in your sleep. <laughs> um, and so, the retailer, um, knowing that you're a very loyal customer, might even feed you this data days before the promotion happens mm -hmm. and feed it to your personal Google Assistant. And why not? Good for them. Why not? <laughs> Um, um, 
Yeah, and the, I mean, getting their 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 enhancements into GPS and and being able to like better understand where I am and where I've been, I I think is great as well. I mean, I I don't mean great like, hey, I love this invasion of my privacy because I have an Android. I mean, great. I'm a marketer and I like what <laughs> people do, right? So there's we are you know I I think we all on the you know all of our you and I and then everybody listening has that dichotomy of like I love the data but I don't like giving it up, right? So. Well, it's funny. I was uh, I was over at uh, my girlfriend Shauna's place uh, last night, and a ad for Google Home came on. And uh, incidentally, in uh, Toronto, Canada, they're advertising for Google Home now. So Google Home is now penetrating across Canada, um, or at least into into the center of the universe in Toronto. Um, and I turned to her and said, "I I need that." But I don't want that in my house. Like, I don't want it. It's terrifying. This is the Orwell device, but it's Google. This is where search is going. This is where, you know, computer interface is going. I need that in every room and bottom of my house. And uh, that's when uh, she started bugging me about talking in my sleep. (laughs) (laughs) There's some things even Google Home shouldn't know, Jim. Well, as long as they don't tie into, like, you know, advertisements in the back pages of like local entertainment magazines. I should be fine. Right. Perfect. Those are sensitive subliminal ads and you'll wake up with a, you know, craving with for a, a knock, a, on, the, a a knock on the now. door. That's, that's what we'll have to leave it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now I don't think Google is giving those local advertisers more power over the ad streams that come into my world. I certainly hope not. Um, but uh, I think this is, I think this is a wonderfully cool thing. Um, it's, Big data is going to change uh, the consumer's relationship with advertisers and naturally going to change advertisers' relationships with consumers. Um, mm-hmm. Google's just giving them a whole bunch of different ways to do it. Yeah, well, and that's, that's a thing. And it's, it's, you know, in my opinion, this is great, but I'm a marketer, so of course I <laughs> Uh, but you know what? Speaking of, of interesting things Google is letting us market towards, I, I got to take a slight segue because it's a story that's sitting yeah, yeah. on my screen right now, and it's it's totally funny. Uh, it was a, it was a catch. I can't imagine it's going to last long. Credit where it's due. Who is this from? Dan Parach. I, I may have just just you know, bastardized his name and, and my apologies if I did. Um, over on SE Roundtable, they they posted um, and. You weren't supposed to, but he shared on Twitter a, a screenshot, and he was allowed to bid on emojis. So, <laughs> don't even. I saw that and thought, God, do we want to talk about that or not? Yeah, we why not? To. Well, I guess we, we do because I brought it up. <laughs> um, okay, so what? What? What's the method? Mesothelioma. What? What? What emoji does that have? <laughs> <laughs> well, and you'll probably get it cheaper as an emoji, I'm going to guess, if it did have one. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know what, this is just sort of like our our group fun fact for today, because I can't actually see any real purpose. What was, right? what was with the, the, uh, the, the voice search? Who's searching voice by emoji? Right? Like, um, yeah, it's... Know. it's it's funny. I don't know if this was fake news or not, and if it was, like, please slap me down for for uh, spreading it. But um, didn't one of Google's founders stop a meeting to fix a cheeseburger emo- emoji earlier this week? Ooh, I do not know the answer to this question. Um, I'd heard that it was so important that um, if it wasn't one of Google's founders, it was one of the uppity ups at one of the one of the. Um, Sea levels at Google stopped a meeting because a cheeseburger emoji was screwed up. Again, this was like one of those news of the weird stories that may have been like a Lyndon Encliffe special. Um, yeah, you're you're looking for corroboration there. <laughs> yeah, and um, that you know that that's the kind of story that makes you think like. How much would people bid on this visual representation of a product? Because I'll bet you that's pretty damn valuable. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna corroborate your story here. Like it's over on ARS Technica, so like it's on like. So this was for real. It wasn't. It wasn't just the um, um, you know, uh, uh, recreational marijuana that made this happen. It was actually real. I actually saw this. No, and, and you know what's funny, uh, and, and we could just talk about what the, what the problem was, is they've put, the, the only problem with their cheeseburger emoji is that the cheese was on the bottom. 
Oh my um, god. Like that, that that's, that's what they were correcting. Uh, was that the cheese was on well, the bottom? Here's the, the funny thing from this context. Whenever I put cheese or bacon on a burger, I always put it on the bottom. Like I just naturally do. What's the matter with you? Uh, you well, because that puts me like delicious better. high fat stuff closer to my tongue. Yeah, <laughs> that's you can get like burnt six different shades of red, and you hadn't tasted anything anyway. So what's the point? Yeah, uh, maybe just. Wait a second to let it cool down. Uh, but to to corroborate, yes, your story is true. They had screwed it up, and uh, I okay, guess so, it was so, 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 so somebody from the sea level at like what? What do they get paid more or less per hour? Fifteen to sixteen thousand dollars per hour or so. Um, that's how important this was for them to to get this dealt with. Now it was here's now here's the funny part. Uh, it was dealt with, but because there was say it was Sundar Pichai again. Uh, oh, the CEO! Oh my yeah. God! Okay, um, if, if I wreck it, but what he had commented on, and, and I gather it was during a meeting, was we will drop everything if people can agree on on what's done here. So I gather that in that meeting and on Twitter. There was a discussion, very much like you and I have just had, with you going, why would you do it that way? I gather they had a discussion about this as well, because there were people, probably person who made the uh, who made the emoji was probably like me. <laughs> just ate it that way and didn't probably. think anything of it, right or wrong. Well, again, if uh, somebody like the CEO of Google is stopping a meeting to talk about the... Um, appearance of an emoji. Either they have like Marissa Meyer level OCD, mm -hmm. or um, that emoji is going to be generating some serious wealth for them. <laughs> One or the other. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Okay. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, we've been doing this for 20 minutes. It's a good time to take a break. Um, on behalf of Dave Davies from BSOC Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You listen to Webtology on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 2nd of November, 2017. We're back with more, with more weird stuff from the world of the web after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business -business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Come on. 
Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Marketing and uh, I guess uh, it's been a rough week in the rough couple of weeks in the uh, search marketing industry. We've um, we've actually had uh, four deaths in search marketing in the last uh, the last two weeks, um, all of which were um, all of which were were were, were suicides. And, um, you know, that's, that's just rather shocking. Um, I don't know if anyone's talking about why this is happening, well, you know, why this is, if there's a cluster happening in our industry specifically, or if, um, it's, you know, just emblematic of a much wider problem in society, but people are kind of bummed. I mean that's uh, that's uh, that is obvious. People are stressed and uh, depressed and quite worried. But sometimes it takes something just you know small and uh, seemingly innocuous, seemingly meaningless, just saying you're wonderful, I love you, you're a great person, and you can totally change someone's day around. And uh, you know somebody you you and me all mention all the time, Dave Barry Schwartz. Took it on himself a couple weeks ago after um, after Eric Ward's death to um, I guess I guess it's going to be a feature. I don't know how it's going to work out in Surgeon Engine Roundtable, but he's trying to get others to say nice things about an SEO practitioner who has um, you know done something to either help their career, or change their lives, or make the world a better place. Eh? Yeah. And, yeah, I think uh, it's a great thing, right? It is a great thing, and um, I got uh, actually I got I got I got my letter the other day saying somebody had written something nice about me, and so Barry asked for like a bio and a photograph and you know a quote that he could use and all that. That's you know that that that's oh that's sweet sort of stuff. So somebody out there loves me, which you know kind of makes me feel really good. Not that I was on the edge or anything, but you know. Um, have uh, have have you gotten your letter yet? No, I poor me. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh she's so jeez. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Um, well, you know, you know, somebody is gonna, uh, someone's gonna write to Barry or something nice about you. Uh, <laughs> although uh, it's probably gonna be Jeremy, and it's gonna be written in crayon and be mostly swear words, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? Only, only, and he's probably listening right now. Only because he knows that. Oh, knows that we love him. He couldn't write it in crayon because he probably ate them already. There we go. I, I had to say it. Wow, bad radio, bad, bad radio. Um, okay. I'm sure he'll write it well too. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm not getting it. I love that. There you go. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, do you 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 got you got a lot of small business clients, eh? So you use Google My Business a lot. I was in there earlier today for like three people. So yes, <laughs> one of the cool cool new innovations in Google My Business. I'm using it. I'm using it pretty frequently. Is Google Posts. I'm with you. Well, message in Google My Business. You know, why not? It's kind of like having um, access to a meta description file. Yeah, it serves all sorts of all sorts of functions, right? Like it, you, you, well, you know, right? Like it shows up for brand queries, gives you a little extra real estate, pick the right images, and you know can draw the eye over to some to some news stories. You know, I know I've even used them for stuff that isn't on my site. I link to it when there's like an article I've published over on whatever search engine land or journal or wherever, mm -hmm. right? and you can you can put those in there. So there's quite a bit of leeway you have with uh, with with. Excuse me, with Google Posts and Google My Business. So the question obviously comes up: How does this affect either rankings or click-throughs? Mm -hmm. So the question today, um, answered by uh, Joy Hawkins in uh, 
search engine land is, does this affect ranking? And while experimenting on, they have one, two, three, three case studies. And um, in this limited, limited data, it does have a small impact, a mild impact on ranking. Um, although, again, very limited group of sites. This is a typical SEO test, right? Um, while they did see small bumps in rankings, they also saw Google My Business Insights reporting clicks completely wrong. They know that they got more clicks from Google My Business. They're able to, to source them in other ways. Mm -hmm. but Google My Business Insights and Google Analytics report different numbers. So one of them is wrong, and Google Analytics is probably closer to right. Right. They suggest using a UTM code on your URLs to make sure that you're getting the proper record of, uh, of click-throughs, um, <laughs> specifically in relation to Google My Business. Yeah, and I can't... Uh... I can't agree with them enough. <laughs> um, I've been using UTMs for them pretty much since um, since the onset, um, allowing me. You know, sometimes you're linking, you know, a couple different posts to the same thing. Um, you know, if I, you know, we've had clients running a, running a sale because the, the thing to remember about these posts for our listeners who who haven't been part of them is they expire after a week, right? Then they're gone. Um, so. Okay, if you want to put up a couple over time, I mean, yes, you could filter by date, but you have to remember the dates, or you can just use a UTM code with the ad content um, and then use it. It's, it's provided some great, great insight. We were able to go to clients and go, you know, okay, actually just this post, you know, we got them directly in there, you know, basically your visitors skip the middleman and they're converting way higher when we just land them through to this post on the sale than when they navigate from your homepage through to that sale, right? Just little things like that that are, they can provide that little bit of insight, but then, yeah, you can change your ad. So it's like, okay, this was week two. This was week three that we were talking about the same thing. And you might be relinking to the same post, but just give you that nice, easy filter through the ad content. So, um, you know, I'm just talking about posts. There's other things you can do with it with buy now buttons and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, really, really great stuff. What do you, have you seen, I haven't seen a huge SEO impact, but have you, have you, other than indexing, right? Like it does index pretty fast, but um what about you? Uh, I've seen an, a click-through impact. Um, we're using Google Posts for a business center in Toronto. And mm -hmm. uh, as you can imagine, there's a tremendous competition in the um, central business district in downtown Toronto for business centers, right? Mm -hmm. um, there's... there's I don't. I don't know if there's, I don't know if I, I if there's a, a full count of how many um, virtual and short-term rentals are out there, but um, I'd venture to guess literally hundreds. And so the competition's fierce. Um, the one that the one that's uh, contracted me and my team is uh, older, much more established. It's been around for a while. It's it's certainly earned its uh, strong organic rankings. Mm -hmm. um, but we're competing against much larger, like, you know, international sized businesses. Ours is a, ours is a small regional business. Right. Um, and so major reliance on local rankings, obviously it's a, it's a natural local search topic, which brings up the, uh, uh, Google, my business page, especially around a branded search and, uh, if they're doing a search that brings up the Google My Business page, we know we've got them. So then we can start making the product offerings to them. Right. And once, once, you, once you put that right in front of them in search results, um, it's, it's visually appealing. They, 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 they can't help themselves. They have to make click. <laughs> You've drawn them in. I keep trying to get out. Yeah, that's that's good. And I think that's something that we often, you know, especially maybe though, maybe I, I don't know this to be true, or maybe it's just me. Um, but to me, those of us that are in our, you know, the, the sort of old school SEO, right, where we're, you know, more, let's say more than five, six years in, in SEO. Um, I have this tendency, first thought is to think about 
specific rankings or, you know, basically go to the, the classic metrics that we, that we had to work with. But you're touching on something that is significantly more important. Let's get to the end that we're looking for, right? And I have to remind myself of this all the time. Let's get to the click. Nothing well, else matters. I, I don't care about rankings. Rankings are only about visibility to me. I care about, I care about um, uh, sessions, visitors, how much traffic is our, our efforts driving. Um, actually, for uh, I haven't measured uh, ranking position for my clients in at least five years. No, um, and that's probably a good traffic. habit. I love traffic. Well, you're right. And you know what is the first thing when I go into to AdWords? Am I looking at clicks? Am I looking at conversions? Or am I looking at impressions? Yeah, I'm going to glance at impressions. But you know what? Like, to your point, this isn't about your visibility. Like, yes, you, you pay attention to it. I do look. And I want to see my click-through rates and visibility stuff. Visibility gets you noticed. Notice yeah. gets you clicked. Well, exactly. First metric I want to look at is call per action <laughs> or cost per, per acquisition, yeah. right? Like, that's the first thing I care about. And then next I care about how many people saw it, right? Like in real life. So you, you, you bring up a good point. Something we all kind of need to remind ourselves. This isn't about the impression. It's about the conversion. Well, yeah. I mean, like, um, this is this f f for me, um, especially in, uh, in, in, in a very competitive industry as SEO is becoming. Mm -hmm. um, the only thing I got to live on is one client telling a potential client that I got them more visitors, you know, uh, dramatically or can demonstrate that you dramatically improved the number of uh, potential customers I brought through the door of their online store. Um, we still, for the most part, can't make the actual sale. That, the client's got to do that. But our job is to get people into their store. So, yeah, but now, now that said, again, ranking gets you noticed. And of course, high rankings are part of our part of the goal. You know, like, like if you want it, you want to be above the fold because that gives you credibility in the, in the eyes of the, the search user. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, so you, so what you're saying is that you need to invest in AdWords because that's getting to be about the only way to be above <laughs> the fold. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I'm not saying that, but yeah, it, it's often the only way you can uh, be completely visible, guaranteed, is, is AdWords. Um, there was a piece that was in uh, Search Engine Journal, uh, and I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, I'm, I'm curious, curious what you think. It was published on uh, on Tuesday, on, on Halloween, it's written by a veteran. Patrick Reinhardt's been around for a while. He's been around for at least at least uh, what seven, eight, ten years or so, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and uh, and he works a conductor. I mean, he works at a large scale agency. This is a, this is a man who knows the environment he works in. Okay, yeah. But he wrote this article, and then I and I read the article, and I understand where he's coming from, and it could just be the headline that that set the tone for me, but. The headline reads, one of Google's biggest mistakes was naming algorithm updates. And I thought, man, you know, that was so useful back in the day to be able to, to say, well, this probably affected this, but then this update came in and it probably affected this, this, and this. So you put them together and you probably got that. Um, what do you think? Was that a, was that a mistake Google made? You know, I tend to agree with you. I, it, it, you know what, it's, it's one of these um, yes and no, right? Like, I, I, I get where he's coming from. I think you do, too. Um, you know, I, I get what his point is, but I think his point works now. It didn't work in the past. Like, it was incredibly right. valuable for us to be able to go, okay, we know Penguin is coming and it hasn't run, so that we could understand what was going on we could understand why clients weren't recovering we could you know we weren't just in the dark we understood what update needed to happen to make that happen or if if a client went up or down it was like oh okay that was a panda okay we understood what was going on now in this day and age it is becoming increasingly more complex with each individual scenario dependent on so many things i mean there's there's some you know 
universal truths to what crap content and what great content are and, and what's sort of built to rank. But, you know, at the end, it is getting a lot more volatile on a case-by-case basis. So I understand that now he's sort of going, they're making constant tweaks. You know, this just doesn't work anymore. That yeah. may be the case. I, I don't know that I wholeheartedly agree with them. I, I think there's going to be some exceptions, but I, I get where he's going with it. But I think in the past, you know, hugely valuable. And especially to my first, especially for that penguin one where it was like, we need to know when that thing runs because we had clients waiting years. Right. And I know you did too. Or yeah, I know yeah. you talked about them where it's like, they were waiting some going, uh, thankfully none of our clients, but there were people going bankrupt waiting for it, but at least we knew what was going on. Earlier today, I was talking with a serious, uh, so, uh, you know what I'm talking, I'm talking a veteran who's, who's such a veteran that he's been around longer than you and me. That kind of thing. Him and I are working on a joint project together, and uh, we were talking about algorithm updates in just wrapping off in total shorthand, um, working through a problem using you know the SEO Google shorthand, which included uh, words like Jaguar, uh, Florida, um, uh, Hilltop, um, as we were talking about the effect of this, that, and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your money or your life, that sort of stuff. Right. Um, who is that? And, uh, 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 so I think it was really important, but again, in, in, in what, what I think we've referred to in the past as an ever flux world where penguin is a, is a great example that you brought up. Um, penguin is now ever flux. It's always running. It's yeah. not going to, you're not going to notice a penguin update unless something really substantial changes and everything goes upside down again. In which case, it'll be very useful to have a name to refer to on that date, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the uh, thing. Like, And we're talking about current algorithms. Well, what if something absolutely brand new gets introduced? Should we call that a thing? Maybe, maybe uh, not. We'll why don't we just call it Fred and be done with it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um... I got a lot of respect for Patrick. I've read I've read his stuff in the past, and um, this one I don't know. I mean, again, I get it, but I think uh, I think Google's got some more surprises up its sleeve, and who knows? Someone Indeed. may 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 uh, invent a new device that will require a completely new way of looking at search. Who knows, eh? Indeed, one of them Indeed. mobile or, or or VR things. Okay. <laughs> We got to do our last break. Um, I do want to talk about VR, a fairly major, significant uh, thing, quote unquote, thing in VR. Um, somebody's actually found a way to make money on it. Um, but before we do that, we got to make money here on WebmasterRadio.fm. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. It's the 2nd of November, 2017. This is to WebmasterRadio.fm. Back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. All of your favorite WebmasterRadio.fm programs on air and on demand 24-7. Find our shows on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere you download your podcasts. Add some podcasts to your playlist as part of a better profit margin. More refreshing talk radio on air and on demand 24-7. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. 
Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology on Webmaster Radio FM. It is the 2nd of November, 2017. Uh, Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And Dave, if you look out the window right now, you'll notice that it's snowing on Vancouver Island. At least it is in, up in Nanaimo. <laughs> no, here it's just uh, raining and miserable. Um. Winter, I, I, I told you, friends, I told you, folks, summer's almost over, and I was right. Yeah, this just proves it. <laughs> so there. Okay, where are we going, Dave? We got, uh, we got about 15 minutes left, and uh, tons of stuff we can talk about. Where do you want to be? You know what, I, I think we're actually, you, you, you talked about um, winter coming, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's a good time, because... We, we we cover this sort of every year in, in, in some capacity, and there's going to be somebody who calls me up in about <laughs> two weeks, three weeks. Um, you know, basically, it's going to be a week before Black Friday, <laughs> and they're going to be going, I need to rank. Um, I don't know how you feel on this. There's, there's maybe some really low-hanging fruit you could grab in, in the organic space at, at this point. And, and there actually, you know what, there is, if, if you did it right and if you have a decently strong. Mm-hmm. But well, well, what do you think? Like, I, I'm like, just have to think, hey, uh, first, uh, beware of the ad doubling that's, that's coming at you. If you're, if you're going AdWords, like you might want to mm-hmm. make sure you manage that budget, um, you know, very, very carefully early on to make sure that, I mean, basically we're in a spot where click rates are going to be high as people are planning for the holidays, as they're looking at Black Friday deals in advance, oh, things like oh, that, like God, I yeah. get them. So you don't want to waste all your clicks now. Um, and, and, and so, you know, beware of that and maybe keep your daily budget low until you, until you start to figure out what's going on. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it is time for all of our listeners who've been hitting the snooze button. Um, if you've got new products, you know, get them in there and get them submitted. <laughs> like through the, you know, either get them into the shopping feeds or, um, you know, actually like make sure they're in your site maps. And, you know, if it's a really important one, you know, get into Search Console and do a do a fetch and, and render and then index. Um, um, you, want, you want to tell them that they ought to use schema too? <laughs> okay, maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe instruct Google's AI for them. Well, you've got to teach Google how to help your competitors. Sorry, that's my. <laughs> but what do you think? What, what can people do? Like, here we are. Like, basically, we could talk about this next week. But it'll Call be it like, all the stops, man. Stop. That's what you do. I mean, like, we're 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 six weeks out from Christmas. Well, no, sorry, we're six weeks out from uh, basically the, the the middle of December when everything stops in the tech yeah. world. So as far as I'm concerned, we're six weeks away from Christmas right now. Pull out all the stops. Yes, you can get the organic rankings in time for Christmas. You're not going to make a hell of a lot of sales in that time. Um, You got maybe four weeks of organic placement if you start now, six weeks in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, But you are going to be writing your fingers to the bone. You're going to be doing um, uh, uh, guest blogging. We don't really call it guest blogging, but that's that's what it is. Um, You're going to be getting links back from other people. You're going to be using social media to try to promote the living heck out of stuff that you've written. You're going to be making videos. Uh, You're going to be completely disappointed because social media hasn't gotten you a single damn click. You're going to be doing it anyway. Um, It's... uh, that's funny. Eh? Social media doesn't actually doesn't actually get you a lot of measurable clicks, but it does get you tons and tons and tons of attention. Um, yeah. And uh, you're going to be clinching your um, you're going to be clinching your sphincters, all of them, uh, <laughs> the entire way. But it is still possible if you've been on the snooze button until now. But you really got to get on it. Indeed, and, and something for you know, I, and I don't know that I've ever mentioned this, uh, like on on the radio, but I, I I certainly have to to clients something to pay attention to. Like we were talking about mid December, and you're you're totally right. Like that's kind of it, right? Like as soon as that sh- you know sort of shipping window at any reasonable rate is gone, uh, yeah, you're yeah. you're going to lose it to Amazon because everybody who has prime can get two days free from that. So there, there is that, but that doesn't mean you have to stop your, your campaigning because I can also think of 
I don't know, like half a dozen times, I have on the 23rd or 24th ordered a gift card for somebody I forgot. So and don't forget, there's always putting your stock on the back of a pickup and parking under a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what we're, we're talking I, I, I'm going to move us just a little bit away because it, it, it totally touched on it. I want to make sure we get to this um, if you run AdWords and you are concerned about this daily budget doubling which you should be if you're running AdWords um, or at least like watching it I haven't actually seen anything massive destroying things yet but we're in November which is kind of when I figured I'd be watching for that so I'm, I'm watching for it but over on search engine land um Daniel Gilbert wrote an, an awesome, awesome article that includes some scripts. What do these scripts do? Um, you know, one may ask. Actually, it was, it was his, his boss or his company that wrote them. Anyway, he provides them there. They're right there. You can, you know, put them into, into AdWords. Um, and what it does is it watches for your budget to exhaust and cross threshold and will just pause your campaigns and restart them um, based on these thresholds that you set. So basically, it'll force that budget doubling to stop <laughs> by just cutting off your campaigns and pausing well, them. And then as yeah. soon as you cross over into the next day, it'll start them. So he's, he's actually got scripts that turn back time to what we were hoping for, right? Like what so we were trying. used to work. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a great, it's a great little script. If you do find it problematic or it's November, if you are worried and you want to make sure you've got the budget that you need to have at the end of the month, um, it's a great script, fully explained. It's copy and paste, and then you know make a few tweaks to it. Um, really, really handy. I, I don't know that I'd jump on it immediately, rather than you know, in so much as maybe watch what's going on. Because one of the things the script could do poorly, um, you know, if you're not managing it, is if you get too low a clicks, and this is where their budget doubling could work in your favor. If I if I trusted them, I would believe it would, but it could work in your favor. If you're getting very low clicks early in the month, if you used a script like this, it would cap you later in the month so you wouldn't be getting the full clicks that, that maybe you you could and, and maybe you wanted them towards the end of the month. So but if you're industry aware of free, that, as a, as a diligent advertiser, you'd be checking your campaigns and you would be aware of that. Oh, well, exactly. And then you would just up your daily budgets towards, you know, in the last half of the month, you'd go, oh, okay, I only use like 20% of my budget. All right, let's jack up yeah. my daily budget by like 60% and, and we'll level out. Um, so yeah, but handy, you know, and you got to be beware. So yeah, and you're right. If you're paying attention, as you should, you'd catch that. But I would hate for somebody to copy this script, put it in there, you know, and just be done with it and, and, well, and thinks it all's well, because it, it may not work quite as they expect. But if you know what it's going to do, it's a really, really great script, and it's over on uh, Search Engine Land. So, hat tip to to go over it. Okay, you're, you're actually you're looking for the article. Oh no, AdWords can now spend spend double your budget or not. Uh, That's by the one. Gilbert, October thirty first. Uh, so published on Tuesday, twenty seventeen. Yep. So, yep. yeah. Um, but don't forget, set and forget, you're gonna regret. <laughs> That's, just, <laughs> That's I think one of my favorite statements. Yes. Set and forget, you're gonna regret. Yep. So always check. Um, if you if you leave these things just sitting and running, um, you're going to get you're going to be giving it to yourself somehow. Yep. Okay, we got time for one more. Where do you want to go? I have no idea. <laughs> With the foggiest. Um, All right. I'm busy busy looking at the two, uh, comparing an Apple beer Stein and a Google beer Stein. <laughs> I, I like the Google one better. Um, something I'll cover super fast. I don't want to like to my own horn. Like I'm not trying to drive people to, to our, to our blog here. Uh, but it's neat. You can look it up. It's a, it's a new uh, announcement from Google. We knew it was coming. Um, but linking your AdWords and Google optimize accounts, um, you can do it now. Um, basically what I think is interesting about it isn't so much what it does now, which is just merges the data, you know, into Google optimize. You basically you're connecting AdWords analytics and Google optimize all together to share the data between them. Google optimize for people who don't know, and you should just allows you to do, um, some simple AB, well, not simple, actually some of them are quite complex, but to do your AB testing, landing page testing, you know, quick tweaks, multivariant tests, stuff like that. Um, in a, in a really, really simple Google-y uh, format. Um, what this will do is carry that data across so that you can get a better understanding right through AdWords and stuff as to um, what 
what your tests are doing, how the bids are working for you, that sort of thing. So if you don't know about it, you can either head over to, to the Beanstalk blog or, I um, mean, you know, it, it, I'm it's the only place I've seen it so far, but I assume it'll be out in, in lots of places, um, you know, in the next you know 24 hours. Um, what I'm really excited about it for, though, is what I think it means down the road, because uh, for those who don't know Optimize, it allows you to do a lot. And, and we're talking multivariant, like just quick tweaks on your title in a really, really simple, user-friendly kind of way. I have a hunch what we're going to see three months, six months, 12 months from now um, is a stronger integration of their AI. Basically, we're, we're seeing them you know, ask us to just trust them to create ads for them. I have a feeling we're going to see them going, okay, now we know what your core landing page is. Let us just start to auto-optimize, you know, how your H1s work, how your titles work. Oh, well, oh, oh, oh absolutely. You know, yeah. you know what's happening? Like, in, in, within, within two years, you're just going to have to roll over in bed and say pancake into, your, uh, into Google Voice. And they're going to, with, with like uh, instant printing and, um, uh, and, and, and AI, AI, of course, they're going to build you your own International House of Pancakes restaurant that you can run yourself <laughs> right by the interstate. Well, I, the thing is, what I love about this, like I'm a, I'm a PPC manager. So my instinct, I mean, you know, among other things, as we all are, but what my instinct when I was first thinking about this to go like, and then we're going back a year or two, was like, you could see the writing on the wall. You know, this is what they're going to work towards. Oh, no, what do we do? I'll tell you what we do. We get to go back to being creative. <laughs> we get to go back to being humans who understand what humans do and creating that template and let them worry about the 50 different variants that you could do. Right. Like, but we get to build, you know, we get to be creative again and, and build that thing we think will appeal to humans and start to let the machines tweak the order of the words or what color it might be and, and those sorts of things and, and save us that time. So we can, we can focus on, on what, really is unique to what humans can do. So I'm excited for it. And I think it'll let us do a far better job. It was the one it talked to me a week ago. I hated what Google was doing with this budget doubling, but I like what they're doing here with this one. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to see how it plays out. As long as they don't re re replace radio show hosts, I'm all good. <laughs> oh, damn. Virgin radio. I forgot about them <laughs> or Jack. Okay. We got to be going. Um, friends, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beatsock Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedrick from Digital Always Media. You can listen to Webology on webmasterradio.fm on the uh, 2nd of November, 2017. Stick around webmasterradio.fm. Great content coming up, in the, coming up on the network after the news. Be well. We'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the